Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity, and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment, and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. Way back on episode one of the Grief Code podcast, I outlined what the podcast would be about and how I would go about it. And a lot of that has been absolutely true and I've continued doing those things. Some things have changed though. And as I've encouraged all of you to do, I've evolved since that very first episode as well. Coming up to two years ago in September or October, I think I recorded that. And a bit's changed. And, and one of the things that I talked about in that very first episode was my own backstory and how I got doing what I'm doing. And also talked about the seven pillars, the seven truths of the grief code. And they've changed. <laughs> And they've evolved, and yet in some ways they're quite they're still quite similar. Now, it's funny because I did the the first explanation of pillar one. I, I'd have to look back, but I don't even know if I went through, got any further than the first pillar because at the same time I was going through a big period of change and having come out the other side of that and having clarity on what those seven pillars are now from a more logical perspective. It's been quite uh, enlightening to have that level of clarity and I want to share that with you now. So the first pillar, which hasn't changed, which is all about personal responsibility. After grief, there can be a tendency to go into blame I know I did. I know I still catch myself at times blaming by wanting to shirk the responsibility by giving an explanation. And it's part of the processing of tough times of, of pain, particularly emotional and mental pain and anguish. Ultimately, though, until you take full responsibility, you will be ever stuck in that loop. Full responsibility gives you your control back, your self-control. It allows you to let go of control of other people. It allows you to control your destiny, what will come in your future. It doesn't. You don't get to control the how of how that will play out, but you get to decide and you get to act on what it is you want. Pillar two is all about finding inner calm. It's about 
finding ways to quieten the noise, to calm that inner frustration, to ease the self-doubt, to have strategies to manage the overwhelm, the overstimulation of the senses, the overwhelm of overthinking, of emotions, of other people's stuff. Now, both of these were so important for me early days of my growth, early days of coming out the other side of the pain of grief, of that big moment of my dad's passing. And the next most important pillar three, direction, having a future vi vision, having clarity, having the confidence and motivation to take the steps to make that vision a reality, to have clear steps mapped out so at any given time you know where you're at, where you're heading, and what you need to do next. I'd never had that before. I'd had a few goals here and there and some aspirations, but nothing I'd committed to paper, nothing I'd actively worked towards. And when I did, it made all the difference. Started accelerating my growth and bring in so much more of how I really wanted to feel into my life. Which brings me to pillar four, because once you have that clear direction, and that clear vision, then you're able to start working towards building that security in your life for you and the most important people in your life. Now, my journey started looking for financial security because I thought that was most important and it is important. It is an important part of growth to be the provider. And in this current world we live in, having financial security is an important step, but it's only a small part of the, the elements of security that you need for yourself. To feel secure with who you are to have that feeling of security from a mental perspective, to feel physically secure, that you are safe, to let go of the responsibility of other people's emotions, to bring that security in your own emotional state so you're not always feeling off, overwhelmed, exhausted, and then that spiritual security well, what does that mean well the more you go into that place of inner calm the more you can access and be influenced by other people's energy and like in every other part of life there are elements of this world that aren't that don't always have your best interests at heart You've all experienced those sorts of people and they can impact you in terms of the impact on your community and they can impact you in terms of that internal connection. 
to the depths where I've had people that I've had trusted as mentors uh, come and give me really clear information in my dreams about circumstances they couldn't possibly known about and then follow up actions after that very much out of alignment with who they were and what I wanted from my life. So I was learning a new layer of security. And the biggest element of that spiritual security is, is the latching onto other people's energy, other people's emotion, and how for those of us who grew up feeling so responsible for people, the people pleasers, the wanting to keep everyone else happy, which would be, I imagine, most of you listening, is that we can just walk around latching onto other people's energy and emotion to our own detriment. So we're carrying all of these bricks of other people's stuff into learning processes to be able to protect yourself from that energy and learn to be able to be responsible for you so that is the biggest pillar, that middle one, because it is very much related to matters of the heart. For example, money is all about self-worth, feeling loved, feeling connected, feeling valued, feeling safe. Interesting, right? Nothing to do with money as such as it is about all of those things. And those other areas of safety, of security. They've caused us grief. They've caused us emotional pain. They've hurt our heart when people have betrayed that security. Pillar five, finding your voice. Being able to stand up for yourself. Being able to say what you truly want to say without fear of judgment or ridicule, without feeling triggered. Sharing your story. Everyone has a story and everyone wants it heard. Even if part of you is saying to yourself now, oh, I'm not really sure I'm ready. Everyone has a story and everyone wants it heard when the time's right. Maybe you've got a message to share with the world that you really want to share and you feel really guided to share it. Story and purpose is very much part of you finding your voice. Being able to find the purpose in your backstory and realize that that will be part of your future story as well. Pillar seven is all about connecting to your higher self, accessing your intuitive mind, accessing the guidance that is possible for you. And again, whether you call it God, the universe, your higher self, what is undeniable is there is a part of us that delivers wisdom that we can only access through that space. And is also part of unlocking your grief code. Mm. 
a huge part. Pillar seven, unlimited potential. Now, clearly, there are some things that are not meant to be in your life. Not all of us are meant to be the 100-meter champion of the world. Not all of us are meant to invent a life-saving technology. But there is a path for you. And on that path, you do have unlimited potential. You have the ability to do so much more beyond what you currently think you're capable of. You already know that because at different times in the journey, you've looked back and gone, wow, I can't believe this is what I've achieved now. And you've also grown again and then thought, man, I am capable of so much more than what I thought. And I'll talk more about these pillars and start going through them all in, in greater depth. So if you're at that point where you've experienced your big moment of grief and you've come out the other side and you're looking for answers, then these pillars are the framework for you, be able, for you to be able to unlock your absolute best future, to unlock your grief code, to make peace with your past and live the life that you are meant to live. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grief Code Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too. If you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief, let's chat. Email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com. You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.